charged energy. Put in your booby rocks. Live your best life. Keep doing you. energy i gave some space there in case bigfoot wanted to say something but no i'll get my stuff together (laughs) over here (laughs) all right it's me jenny mckinney and i'm here with jeff jones jen it's good to be here good to be back all right so jeffy this week i wanted to uh bring our bigfoot experience to the listeners this week we can chat about us meeting up in Gatlinburg and going to the Bigfoot conference. That's right, Jen. I took a road trip with your dad and your nephews. Uh, We drove down. We met you in Tennessee where we did attend the Smoky, the Great Smoky Mountain Bigfoot conference 2023 in Gatlinburg. Yes. It was a good time. Yep. Then you and Josh met us over there. Yeah. Good time. Uh, So when we get to the conference, we came to the hotel uh, for continental breakfast we joined our family for a continental breakfast (laughs) and we got there the night prior and uh toured the town did a number of things i'll talk about a little bit one being an escape room with your dad hilarious so yes first time for escape room for ronnie jones yep so we got there and we toured the town of gatlinburg doing a couple things here and there then we met up with you guys the next morning yes and i told you hey we're downstairs getting the continental breakfast meet us downstairs then you can check in carry about our day go to the conference so we do we meet downstairs huge breakfast for a continental gen they had a lot of stuff it was a whole buffet it was pretty much a whole buffet gen yeah stuff and uh i sat down i just had a bagel with butter and a black coffee uh i believe a bunch of everybody else you guys showed up everybody ate a wonderful breakfast yeah yep then you guys went and checked in jen what happened (laughs) later in the day when we checked in they gave us a sheet that said they have a breakfast buffet for $12 per person after we were informally advised by you that it was continental Jen I thought it was a continental breakfast I just thought it was a very extensive continental breakfast I don't know what happened there miscommunication oh well, yep. Dad was not very excited about the sausage anyway. I was just going to say, nobody, it didn't seem like anybody uh, was a big fan of the sausage. Yeah, I guess that was not a good look for them. But no. yeah, so after we eat breakfast, we head over to the conference. As we're coming out of the hotel, um, there's a little, like, there's a little spin of, uh, like, a little winding of hair that was kind of the color of your beard hair. It looked like Bigfoot was maybe staying at this hotel. Well, Jen, it was announced actually just like two or three days before the conference that there was a big add-on, which was going to be a DNA test on some kind of Sasquatch hair that they believe they had found. Yeah. And uh, I will say once we were at the conference, we never heard anything else about it. Yeah. But it was announced like a few days prior. And we right. couldn't find it's... out any information about that because yeah. at one point, that's what we were looking for. I was looking forward to that. Yeah. I wanted to be there to hear about it. So did a couple of the nephews and it just never panned out. Yeah, kind of interesting. As we get to the conference, um, 
the one door on the street was locked. We had to walk around the entire block of the building. It was a long block. It was a long block. And then, yeah, so then we get in there. We thought maybe we weren't going to be able to get out. They give us bracelets that will never come off again, I guess. Uh, so don't put that too tight. And then we get into the conference. And the merch was amazing. Yeah, and they had so much merch. It was more than I could have hoped for. Yeah. So many booths. If I had to guess, there was probably one, two, three, probably four aisles of stuff. Probably 20 booths in an aisle. I'd yeah. say 10 down each side. So you're talking like 80 vendors. Yeah. I feel like these people, this was, they waited their whole life for this event. Like they prepared all year for this. Yep, Jen, I think my I think my favorite merch, uh, about favorite, but I've seen a lot that I thought was awesome like i ended up buying a coaster set with a bunch of different cryptids on each coaster oh yeah um i was really impressed there were some latex masks that people made oh, yeah. that were different cryptids not just like bigfoot but there was a mothman uh loch ness monster chupacabra yeah. a lot of that uh the, those were made out of latex those were like 300 dollars masks but they looked badass yeah uh a lot of the stuff i liked was uh, i seen pocket watches with bigfoot <laughs> symbols on it uh, the tree knockers, which we each bought, were tree knockers. Jen was walking around with both of them in her hand. What, were you, what was yeah, that, Jen? I said, I got a new set of knockers while in Gatlinburg. <laughs> yep, checking out your knockers. Uh, which are really just like little mini ball bats to tap on trees with. Yeah. And the thought is that Bigfoot would knock back. Uh, I think a lot of Bigfoot hunters do this. Yeah. But I will say, besides the merch, uh, there was a lot of different merch that I was just blown away by. But besides that, what I w- really wasn't prepared for, I don't think, was the seriousness that a lot of these people take Bigfoot. Oh my gosh, yes. Tell, tell the listeners what happened on Friday night while you were at, at a restaurant. Oh, we were, well, we were at a restaurant and there was a waiter who was like, oh, what are you guys here? You know, you guys on vacation? Obviously, you're in Gatlinburg. <laughs> no one lives there and goes and eats at these restaurants <laughs> we're at. Yeah, we're right. on vacation. He's like, oh, are you guys on vacation? So right away, dad's like, oh yeah. Yeah, we're here for the Bigfoot conference. And he's like, oh, do you guys believe in Bigfoot? You know, we're like, well, it'd be cool if it was real. Yeah. It's hard to say until we get physical proof. And uh, he started to tell us how there was a lot of Bigfoot hunting groups had come in, like, throughout the weekend. And they didn't want to be sat by each other because they didn't want each other to overhear where they were hunting Bigfoot at. (laughs) And they were, like, 100% serious. So the guy was like, you care where you sit? We're like, no, we can sit wherever. He's like, all right. He's like, some Bigfoot hunters have been in here, doesn't that? Oh, yeah, just the seriousness that people take the Bigfoot. Uh, I was not ready for that. Yeah. Again, I've always considered myself like an average Bigfoot enthusiast. You know what I mean? But I realized on a scale of one to ten, with some of these people being like up there nine and a half, probably a ten. You know what I mean? I'm like a five. Right. Like, we can't just be it, but at the same time, like, I'm not out there trying to verify. Right? Like... Right. I, I think that's sh- what separates us is a lot of these people are out there trying to verify whether yeah. Bigfoot is real or not. Yeah. Is this hair? Is it not Bigfoot print? Um, anything. Anything. Yeah. Any proof that a Bigfoot has existed somewhere at some time. Yeah. I will share that the one part of the conference that I thought was super cool is that one of the speakers shared that if you're out and about, you spray foam to capture the imprint. Yep. The yeah, it's a quick way to capture an imprint of a footprint. If you have nothing else to work with, you can yeah, use spray, like to make a cast. Yeah. yeah, I thought that was pretty cool. That was pretty cool. Yeah, I did yeah. like hearing a lot of the speakers. We did listen to a number of them, and that was impressive. 
one thing, one overall theme I kept picking up on, and I caught it the first time I had heard it when I was down there, and then I kept hearing it and hearing it, is that absence of proof is not proof of absence. Mm. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah. Absence of proof is not proof of absence. Right. I mean, just because we don't have proof doesn't mean it doesn't exist. Yeah. It just means we don't have proof. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. That was kind of the overall theme for the whole the Bigfoot weekend. I was yeah. like, I was, a lot of speakers had mentioned that. Right. There was um, kind of part of the conference, too. There was a guy in a Bigfoot costume, and he was on, uh, what's that, like a uniboard kind of, what's that thing called? Yeah, I'm not sure what that's called. It's like, uh, I'm not sure. It's got one wheel, and your foot kind of goes on both sides of the wheel. It's not yeah. a hoverboard, because it's a lot faster. Those things do probably a good 20 miles an hour. Yeah. So he was on that, and then he had a few costume changes, and Ronnie Jones figured out how to use his phone camera for the first time in his life. I mean, this guy's had a flip phone for flipping 20 years and and now he's got a a regular phone that now he just learned how to take pictures and he was like a tourist (laughs) oh yeah taking pictures of everything he got a picture of the guy on the scooter the bigfoot yeah when we first got there he tracked the guy down got a picture right then he thought it was a different guy because the guy had changed bigfoot not the bigfoot costume but his outfit that he had on yeah on the bigfoot like when we first got there he had a hawaiian shirt and then coming back around he had a t-shirt on dad thought it was a totally different bigfoot so he got another picture with him and he just kept getting pictures with him in every costume change yep and the guy had to stop and we were laughing so hard he's like all right man you got to hold me up because like i'm still on this board like he never got off the board Uh he was not getting off it you know how i knew dad was having a good time was because he was just talking to total strangers the entire time (laughs) Like, even when we were going down the elevator, yeah, he's talking to whoever's in the elevator. We're getting out. We're walking through the hotel. We hear him talking about this and that. The pool's great. He didn't even go in the pool, but he's telling people the pool was great, super warm. Yeah. This and that. We turn around. He's talking to, like, a, a 10-year-old girl with, like, her mom and dad walking right there. Yeah. And he's, but he's, like, talking to her. Em and I were like, why is he talking? He's like just talking to anybody. Yeah. There were a few times when we were walking like to the conference or where to eat and he was back behind us. And if somebody came up behind us, he would give them the whole rundown of everything. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> he, the number one question he had this that whole weekend was, hey, why is there so many pancake houses down here? Like, <laughs> There was a lot of pancake restaurants around Gatlinburg. A lot. A lot. And we ate at one called the Log Cabin. Oh, it was amazing. Oh, man. It was amazing. You would think with it being a pancake house, they should be amazing, but I had the crepes and it was magic. Yep, Jen, I had some butterscotch pancakes and I got some packing waffles. They're not packing. <laughs> Make it sound like they came out with a beak. Packing waffles. Packing waffles. Pecan waffles. Pecan. Pecan. But That's... nope, those were good. But yeah, so the, we got there the night before. We were looking for something to do, so we were walking around town. We came across an escape room. Mm-hmm. All right. So I, Dad's like, "What's that about?" So we explained it to Dad what the escape room was. Yeah. Like, you know what an escape room is? You get sixty minutes to get out of a room by solving puzzles, riddles, yeah, unlocking locks, all sorts of stuff. We had four. They say you can do it with four to eight. They recommend at least six. Yeah. So I told, I explained to Dad, and I'm like, "Look, since there's only four of us, we're probably gonna get stuck with two randos, like just two random people." <laughs> Maybe even four. Okay. Go, but we got a better shot at getting out of the room. Yeah. And so we sign up. We go and do it. Nobody else had signed up. It was just us four. Yeah. Also, real quick, when we signed up for the room, 
for like an extra ten dollars this place had like seven other attractions like laser tag mini golf black light mini golf uh, a thing called laser maze okay. something else called atomic rush bumper yeah. cars a whole bunch of stuff but you pay an extra 10 bucks after you do an escape room you can choose four of these seven things that's so crazy it was and so yeah. we had chose that but yeah. we go in we sign up for the escape room which is called mr hyde's haunted mansion it's about this little girl isabella who got murdered in the house and this is her spirit trying to get free okay um type thing gotcha and so we go in there and i already kind of ready dad em and i had done a an escape room at least my youngest and i have at least done one or two together before aiden had never done them dad had never done them okay so we go in there two people who've never done an escape room <laughs> two people who have done some okay one being 14 years old yeah and we go in and this right off the rip i tried to tell him like look because we're in like this little hallway with like three doors and that was it yeah there was not much going on in this hallway they start you out in but i told dad and i'm like usually when you're in an escape room you go from like one room into like usually another type of area of a room right i go it's usually more than one location i go you never want to get taken to a second location but you have to to get out of the room yeah so we start out so right off the rip the story's coming over the speaker and just trying to give us the history of this and that and dad's like, why don't we just go in one of these doors <laughs> and he's just like right off the rip he's already like trying to just open up doors and it's not that simple first off we're trying to get the backstory of what's happening in right. the house like why is this little girl come and up you're missing? yelling we can't hear the story I, we can't hear anything <laughs> and he's trying doors and clearly the doors aren't just going to be unlocked we're just going to walk through and we're we're going right. it doesn't work that way it was too much yeah so then finally something happens the story gets done we get to go um somewhere in this little hallway on, a, on somewhere one of the kids found a key so that opened up the first door we open up this door and it's like there's a piece of wood there okay, okay. right when you open the door it's like a back side of another door kind of deal but on that door are about 200 keys some nailed to it screwed to it some hanging there so we had to go through find all which keys come off of there and which would open what door to get us going <laughs> Dad, like, oh my god. Oh yeah. And they were skeleton keys. They're not even like like modern Oh cars, yeah, like, yeah. Keys, like house keys or what they were all skeleton keys. Yeah. Well then come to find out after we were like trying key after key after key, there's really only like six types. There's just probably about twenty of each type. Okay. So you're talking, yeah, well over a hundred keys came off of this board of probably two hundred. Sixty were probably screwed, didn't even move off the board. Yeah. Fun right off the gate. So, but it took us a while to get out of that area. And I'm like, to myself, I'm telling myself, like, there is no way we're going to get out of it. <laughs> it took us this long just to get this far. Right. Then we get into uh, Isabella's bedroom. It's, it, that was a whole to do. Yeah. Just all the puzzles and everything going on. And there was a lot. Then it had, like, remember our old bed we had at Graham's where you would sleep on the bed and then underneath was oh, a, it was a trundle big bed. drawer, a yeah. trundle bed, mm -hmm. like a big drawer that pulled out, and that's where I slept on that bed. Yeah. This did that eventually, but where that bed slid out, her toy box was at the end, and so it made a tunnel behind the bed. Oh. Like, if you pull that drawer halfway out and the toy box let down, yeah, you could crawl back in that little cabin. So we sent him back in there, and he come around, and it opened up this panel behind her bedroom closet we were in like four or five different rooms oh my gosh huge. come to find out we get through we get out of the room we solve the puzzle with four of us we get out of the room come to find out we had the fastest time of the entire weekend in that room oh my gosh how much time think, did you have left 
I think eight and a half minutes. Oh, okay. Is it like they 60 said, minute limit? Yep, you get 60 minutes. So it yeah. took us about 51 and a half minutes. They yeah. said the closest person was a group that had just gone earlier that day and they had five minutes left. Oh. We had eight and a half. Yeah. Whoa. So that was kind of badass. I felt yeah. good about that. That not only did we get out of the room, we were the fastest time for the weekend. Nice. So, yeah, that felt good. We got a sticker and whatnot for that. <laughs> so then it come down to we had those four attractions we were going to do. So we each chose an attraction to go and do. I chose Blacklight Miniature Golf. Um, M chose Mini Golf. I think Aiden chose Mini Golf. You guys that did some of those with us. Yeah. Because uh, we could use these attractions over any time over the whole weekend right so eventually you guys came down we didn't get a chance to do them all so we were like hey why don't we go do some of these yeah so we go back there what is what did dad choose jen what what attraction did dad choose did he choose laser tag laser tag laser tag hilarious hilarious laser tag with ronnie jones oh my god and a bunch of nephews and jen and josh yeah oh Josh just walked around like the Terminator. Dad was cracking up. Em was running. (laughs) I was running. Aiden, he was just laughing so hard. It was so hard to come around corners and see people. And it was a fairly big area. Yeah. Like enough that I could almost get up to full speed running. Right. Oh, yeah. yeah, It was a good time. Oh, man. I wanted to share some of the funny things I saw when we were coming back to the hotel from those events. Like different shirts and funny things that I saw. Oh, yeah. There was a shirt in the little store that we stopped at. It said, condoms prevent minivans. <laughs> I thought that was hilarious. I totally forgot we had seen that. We did see that. And then one of the shirts said, uh, I beg your, and then it had Dolly Parton on there. So I beg your pardon on there. Yep. Yep. That was super funny. We got a, a bottle opener that said Yeti to party and it had a little Bigfoot on it. <laughs> <laughs> I did get a fluorescent yellow uh, rain jacket for 10 bucks and i've yeah, already wore it deal. i mean it's been raining but it's been muggy so i've been yes. raining it or wearing it when it's been raining out it's been working out pretty good plus like nasa can see me in that thing oh yeah it's very high vis yeah wanted to mention real quick too we stopped at the hollywood cars museum we did we seen a number oh. of automobiles from hollywood movies and whatnot old school the 80s batmobile yeah the 60s batmobile general lee the general lee yeah car from ghostbusters yep uh knight rider we saw the delorean from back to the future dolly parton's Monster- car dolly Elvis's parton's car. car michael jackson's car yeah James Dean's car. Oh, yeah. That was creepy. That was supposedly haunted. Yeah, it was pretty cool. They had like a little video in the upstairs to talk about... What was his name? Barris? Uh, Alex? Oh, it, yeah. Something Barris. He he made all these cars. and so, For the movies. Yeah. Yeah, for the movies. Yep. And so it's basically like his collection of cars. And then he kind of gives some background and who owned what and why and... Um, how he, how he got to make things and how he got into cars. So that it's just a short little video, but I thought that was pretty cool to have that part of the museum. And then at the end, they have an option where you can pay a photographer to get photos of you in a vehicle. Yep. So Ronnie Jones jumped into somebody else's 
little photo shoot at the end. He did. He didn't realize that that's what they were doing. We came <laughs> out because just... I, I wanted to get a photo of the inside of the cockpit of the old school Batmobile, which I've missed on my way by. Yeah. So we went walking back through and we came back around to the Batmobile. A guy was sitting in it, getting his picture taken. Yeah. Like somebody else had a camera off to the side and this guy was sitting in it. And Dad was like, oh my God, why is that guy sitting in the car? And I'm yeah. like, I don't know. They, it did say it like on the sign, like some cars you could sit in with assistance. Yeah. So the guy opens the door for the guy to get out and dad starts sliding into the car and the guy's like, excuse me. And dad's like, oh, I just want to sit in it a second. And the guy's like, all right, real quick. And the guy was like, well, I'm taking pictures for these people. You can get your picture taken in the car. And the whole time I'm taking dad's picture of him sitting in the car. Yeah. All right. And so then this guy takes a few like professional quick. Yeah. Come to find out you can pay like 10 bucks, get a couple four inch by six inch prints, like what, two or three? For, yeah. Like 10 bucks. Yeah. Something like that, ripping deal. So dad was excited. So he got his picture taken in the yeah. Batmobile and he bought the pictures. Yeah, he couldn't. We got a copy of his pictures too because I didn't realize that you had taken some. So I couldn't get over there because the other people were standing there. So I did buy his one picture. Plus, I feel like it was an inconvenience fee because he jumped in on that other person's yeah. photo shoot. Which I, I was he was very excited. Really, I was really excited that dad was super excited and that guy allowed him to because he's seen the excitement in dad's face. Yeah. That he was just like, all right, go ahead, man. Yeah. He's like, I can't believe I got to sit in that. And then he was excited that he was given the option to buy the photo that the guy was taking. Like, yeah. what else is that guy going to be taking that photo before? Yeah. So, yeah, dad was very excited. Uh, Josh sat in there, too. And then I sat in Bumblebee from Transformers. Yeah. It was pretty great. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Good times. Good well, times, though. Can you tell, because last, on last episode, I told the listeners um, that you had a close, and you were in a very close space with Renee. So Renee Holland is from oh, Finding Bigfoot. Tell us, actually, we didn't even talk about what happened. You were like, oh, hey, this just happened to give me like a quick little synopsis, but we didn't talk about what happened. Yeah, so we were, I went, I ran down real quick. Uh, I forget what I was running downstairs for. I went out to the car and I came back in. And I hop on the elevator and then all of a sudden the door opens back up and like, yeah, Renee, who was just speaking that earlier that day at the conference, uh, we'd listened to her whole speech there. It was about a good hour long. Yeah. Her talking. She's from what? Finding Bigfoot. Mm -hmm. And uh, so we're in the elevator and all of a sudden the door opens and she hops in. She had like one person with her. And then I think two other people got on like the next floor up. It was a tall elevator. Yeah. And then all of a sudden I'm sitting there and I'm like, oh my God, she's just like standing here in the elevator. And she was super friendly. As soon as she got in, you could tell she's been talking all day. Yeah. Because she even got in the elevator and was like, how's everyone's weekend going? Like just kept talking to everybody yeah. as like a general, <laughs> which cracked me up. Right. So I get my phone out. I don't want to be that guy taking a still picture, but dad would have been excited as I'll get out to have a still picture of Renee in the elevator. Yeah. And uh, so I pull my phone out and start recording video but I'm just aiming it at the ground. You can hear her talking and stuff. And as soon as I do that, she gets off on the floor below ours. So she hops off, tells everybody have a good night. And we're sitting there and there was like a weird feeling in the elevator. And so I'm looking around at people and people don't. I go, did anybody here go to the Bigfoot conference today? Finding Bigfoot. I go, she was a speaker there today. I go, she gave a really good talk. And then all of a sudden, everybody in the elevator was like, I wondered if that was her. This old couple next to us was like, I wondered if that was her. I thought she looks familiar. Do I know her from somewhere? I go, she's like, and then when you said that, she's like, I did see her talk today. She's like, that's where I knew her from. Oh my. Like, yeah. And then this dad and his daughter were there and the dad, you know, and we were talking about it. And the dad was like, looks at me and he's like, do you believe in Bigfoot? I go, you know, I thought I did until this weekend. I don't, I'm not sure. And dad's like, 
yeah, I know what you mean. He's like, I believe in aliens 100%. And the whole, then the daughter started like rolling her eyes and telling dad, her telling her dad to quit telling people about aliens. Yeah. Like just, oh, I was cracking me up. So we're laughing about that. Walking to the room. He's like, oh, I'm embarrassing her. Like talking about aliens is going to embarrass her. <laughs> you know, we're laughing, <laughs> laughing about that. Oh yeah, but she's like, Renee was right in the elevator. So I go in the room, I go, Dad, I go, I just shared the elevator with Renee. I go, she's staying on the floor below us. He's like, oh, no work. He's like, what are the chances that she'd be staying at the same hotel and on the floor? I go, she's not on the same floor. She's right below us. He's like, let's go look for her. So then, yeah, we were going to go walk around the hotel and look for her. But like, I don't know how you're going to do that and not hassle her. Yeah. You know what I mean? But then luckily enough, dad ended up when he couldn't find his shoes. And then he forgot he left a bunch of stuff down in the car. So we went down to the car oh. and then came back in. And he didn't say he totally forgot we were going to look for yeah. him. He sidetracked by his own stuff. <laughs> So it worked out good. Yeah. Oh, man, what a great time, though. And then on the way home, so after the event, the next day we got up early and uh, had breakfast at the log cabin again because it was real good. And then uh, we headed out, so we went to go-karts, which we tried a new (laughs) go-kart track this time. It was uh, called Fast Tracks, and it was three-story. Yep, three-story. Uh, keep turning left for a long time, and then there's a downhill, then a turn, and a downhill. You know and... what was crazy about the downhill is that there was like a mister at the bottom yeah. that would mist and get the track all wet. So you'd come flying down this hill and go to turn and just power slide sideways. It and then like catch every... the cement, and then the person <laughs> yeah. behind you, if they missed the water, they would just freaking oh, rail yeah. your go-kart. That's oh. why I just ended up wearing my pants, because I was could intense. not. I even thought the go the carts themselves. I was like, well, they don't seem like they're that fast. Yeah. And then you're going up that spiral to get to the top forever. Yeah. And then when you get up there, getting down was bizarre. Hilarious. I could not believe it was that fast and reckless. Yeah. It was awesome. Yeah. And everybody's car was popping because it was like <laughs> go karts. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're yeah. trying to slow us down. I didn't. I never let off the gas one time. No, you I shouldn't mean, have to. Oh my gosh, it was too much. And then. We did a, a pro track, and that thing had like a straight up mister, like coming right out the get. And yeah. then when you come around, it, I think they let us on there way longer than we were supposed to be just because there was nobody else there. Probably. That's what I think, but. But those ones know. were super fast. Yeah. But yeah, you're on a flat track, but they were like twice as fast. Yeah. It was $25 oh, yeah. for three times, which I feel like is, I mean, pretty reasonable. You yeah, know, because we almost turned around and went back to a place where we seen it was like seven ninety five, <laughs> so eight bucks. It was like eight bucks a race. It said. And yeah. We were like, hey, that's a pretty good deal. But well, then you we, think we about like, it. If they sell a package, it probably makes more sense. Right. When you do three yeah. races for twenty five, you're still getting them for pretty much eight bucks thirty three yeah. cents. You yeah. Know what I mean, it worked out good. Yeah. And they and were was, really long races. It was. Yeah. It was perfect time. Like it was on a Sunday. Nobody was there. We were first ones there. And yeah, and also they can take care of your airbrush needs if you need a oh, yeah, t-shirt a lot airbrush. Of airbrushing booths. I, I'm yeah. surprised that was still a thing. And when we first pulled up, when we looked over to the side, there was a it said shirts, but the pole was in front of the R, so it just looked like shit. Shit. Like it did look like that. <laughs> I took a picture of that because it was like, oh, I know what I'm getting here. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but it was a really good time. So I, I'm excited that we got to have an awesome experience and um, everybody got home safe and 
it was yeah. a, it was a good time uh last thing i wanted to say is that um on the downtown walk when we saw like the t-shirts and we were coming back from go-kart or back from uh golf we did mini golf and all laser tag and everything dad wanted to stop off and get some fudge yeah dad gets some fudge and it, you know he's trying to carry it and he's still yapping with other people and um there's a girl in front of us that won't stop talking and he keeps like oh great like is this little girl going to stop talking but she was like four or five and just sharing her life experiences so i said hey do you want me to carry your fudge take the fudge back put it in the fridge forget it we leave the hotel. I totally forgot his fudge in the hotel room. Stupid Jenny. And so I messaged you on the way home and I said, hey, I forgot dad's fudge in the fridge. So if he says anything, just tell him I'll mail it to him. Five minutes later, he says to you, what does he yep. say? He's like, oh, I forgot to get my fudge from Jen. I'm like, oh, no. no I'll message her and let her know. Let her know. So I, so, I'd already so I, heard from you about the fight. Yeah, so I tell him, okay, we'll send it. I don't tell him that I, I left it at the hotel, right? So he thinks I'm going to mail it to him, and then I just ordered it online. Well, then there was a mishap with the order because it was going to ship it to our house, like through my PayPal email address. So I have to call there. Not only that, they'll only ship three blocks of fudge. So now I got to order Ronnie three blocks, and it's like 40 bucks with shipping. <laughs> For the stupid fudge that I you put in our fridge. should have just sent him a box of Betty Hines or whatever. <laughs> Duncan Hines. A box of make-do-yourself yeah. fudge. So I called to tell him about it. And I said, Ronnie, look, I forgot your fudge at the hotel. And I'm... Oh, I didn't know you told him I did it. tell him. I had to because I called and I said, hey, I'm sh we're shipping you three instead of the one. He's like, oh, sweet. So I'm getting four? You're shipping me the other one? And I'm like, no. That's why I had to tell him I forgot it at the hotel. He's like, oh, okay. Oh, so I'm only getting three? Yeah. You were only, only. getting one. <laughs> you were only getting one, turn. Oh, man. So he got it, and he's like, oh, man, this is great. Oh, this is so great. He's like, do I need to put this in the fridge? I was like, I don't know. Did it come with, like, refrigerated packs? No, it just showed up in a box. Okay, well, I guess it doesn't need to be refrigerated then. Well, it's kind of soft. Okay, then put it in the fridge. Put it in the fridge. Mean... <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> oh, yeah, so vacation with that guy. He does not get out much, and he was very excited for vacation. Yeah. Yeah, it was a go good time. His, I had to go to his house today, help him. I had to rewire up a outdoor spotlight. <laughs> His outdoor spotlight, you know, the big one he's got in the side yard. That'll the light mercury the light? The mercury light? Yeah. Well, his bulb went, and he went to the store, I guess, and to hit the bulbs for that thing are expensive. Yeah. But he's seen they had a whole different light setup, LED, and it comes with a timer, not a timer, but a thing on the top. When the sun goes down, it comes on automatically. Oh, gotcha. And it was all like 20 bucks more than just one bulb for his setup. So he called me and he was like, hey, if I buy this, we help me wire this in and get rid of the old thing. Like, yeah. It's not help me do it. It's and will you him, do it. And I even told him right then, too. I go, look, I go, you're getting this is going to be an LED light. It's not going to be near as bright as the one you yeah. have there now. Yeah. Like, you don't have to have sun. Like you have a street light on it. the side of your house. Yes. Yeah. And this is not going to be that. This is an LED one. No, no, that's fine. So I went over today, helped. I wired it all in, hooked it up. We'll see. I give him two days before he's like, that's not near as bright. Yeah. The other one literally was like burning a hole. In, it was like melting the paint 
yeah. off the shed. That's it was how probably, bright it was. It was equivalent to being like, I'd say, 100 to 200 yards away from the sun. It's not like even has cameras or anything over there. You know what I mean? No. It's Even when literally... you go under that, it could be 1030 at night. You walk under that thing to go out to the shed. You minimal. Got to have SPF 70. Yeah. And sunglasses and a hazmat suit on. I mean, I, you don't yes. even need a tanning lamp. You just go out. I'm going to lay out in the side yard for about two minutes. I'm pretty Come sure back. that's still that's helping him grow grass over on that side. Stupid. Like the grass just thinks it's constantly sunlight. Stupid. Yeah, so if you go to Ronnie's and uh, ask him about his LED light and see how it's how it is. I guess I give him two days before he's calling me and saying it's not as bright as his other Oh, one. you should have asked for some fudge when you were there. I didn't even know if he got the fudge or I would have. <laughs> well, he didn't even offer it up. He didn't. He didn't say anything about the fudge. Yeah. Oh. In fact, as soon as I got there, he started throwing uh, ice cream sandwiches at me. Oh, sweet. He's like, here, Graham's picked these up for you. Yep, Neapolitan. Love All right, cool. I'll eat that. All right, Jeffy, well, good times this week. Uh, All right. Yeah, if anyone sees Bigfoot, let us know. Let us know how that goes. Take your foam spray if you're out and about, just in case you need an imprint. Yep. I'm going to put that in my hiking pack. Yep. And yeah, uh, the woods walking, knock on trees. Yeah, yeah. I feel like that, that hurts the tree, but that's just me. I don't know why, why Bigfoot would knock. You know what I mean? Like, hey, is anybody home? I mean, I don't know. Keeps on knocking because he can't come in. <laughs> Stupid. All right, I'll see you next time. All right, we'll see you. Okay, bye. Bye.